to the DNBR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNBR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Bruto and AJ coming at you live and Yahir too also just vibing with us. Love to see it. Come hang out, Yahir. It's the NHL skills competition tonight. So uh, I, I know AJ and I are, are probably more fans of that than the actual All-Star games themselves. So more excited for that than than some people maybe but some interesting stuff to look forward to we'll see both ko makar and nazim kadri doing some events aj uh, which which skills competition event interests you the most uh i want to see i want to see this blackjack 21 (laughs) shooting competition um i just think i i think it's a really interesting like tailored to vegas definitely like kind of fun i don't know and kadri's gonna do it and i don't know i just think it's gonna be fun uh i'm also really excited to just watch these dudes like get into like boats on a <laughs> yeah, fountain well, and like they're gonna go be on the bellagio fountain yeah, and like the like, fountains are supposed to be going for the final round or something like, yeah like weird. i'm i'm curious about the spectacle of all of this and how it all works and you know dying for something to absolutely go wrong and somebody to fall in and like i want i want i just want there to be i want there to be something like comically catastrophic where that's not dangerous you know like i don't want like anybody getting hurt or anything but like like oh the you know the dude rocks the boat and he falls into the fountain and the fountains are going off and they're going off in a way that they didn't expect. And now the whole stage gets flooded and like, you know, like, like something, something ridiculous takes place. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Something ridiculous to take place. There's a not so small part of me that wants one of the blackjack players to like count incorrectly. Oh, do they won when they bust or something to to hit it 20. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like, like not their lack of shooting ability. They just don't know how to play blackjack. <laughs> that would actually be the greatest way to like tell on yourself. Like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I don't know what this game, game is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just I'm I'm shooting I'm shooting for uh, I'm shooting for the royalty card, the face cards, the entire time. <laughs> Para aces is good, right? That's that's great. <laughs> Should be fun. I'm, I'm excited for the new events at very least. I, you know, we did totally. a whole show on on things we said they could do better, and, and adding more skills events, I think, definitely falls into that category. Um, for the nonsense boat race, whatever fountain face off they're calling it, they're also adding in Jocelyn Lamaru. so you get the you get the women's side of the game involved a little bit too. Yeah, I'm I'm excited that uh, Trevor Zegras gets to be in the skills competition because. He is probably in the, the upper echelon <laughs> of just like raw skill, like puck skill. And so he should be he should be at the all-star game every year. It doesn't matter how he's playing. It doesn't even matter if he's in the league. Let that guy come and show off and go do crazy stuff. Absolutely so here for it. I'm I'm excited for that. I'm I'm excited for uh uh, obviously, like Kiel McCarr is going to be in fastest skater. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how that goes. Yeah how how it's close not, to McDavid can he get? It's not really 
like the same with McKinnon, where everybody's like, "Oh, I want to see McKinnon," but it was like this isn't really like what McKinnon does. Well, where McKinnon is special is in the burst, right? That those couple, those first couple yep. steps. Makar is similar, where it's like he, it's, it's not much that more agility than top speed. Yeah. Well, and it's 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 not that he gets it's it's not how fast he eventually goes; it's how quickly right. he gets to that top speed. Whereas yeah. McDavid is both. Yeah, I, yeah, McDavid's a freak, but so, I. I am curious to see where Makar ranks in that because it's not like he has a low top speed. The kid can fly. Uh, totally, it, he's not Connor McDavid level of speed. So I'm, I am, I am curious to see how the the fastest skater goes. And it's like it's one of my favorite skills competitions. One because I just love watching fast skaters. It's also one of my favorite like Olympic things to watch. I love watching the speed skating. Yeah, uh, but it's it's so easily like digestible too. Like, they should. That's what they should do. Start. You skate around. You go as fast as you can, and you time it. You know, there's no judging. There's no like people holding up tens and trying to tell you what your score right, is. Right, right. It's like it's a very easily digestible. Like that dude went faster. He won. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That guy went fast. That guy went slow. Lol. That guy fell down in the corner. Like. You know, like that. It's just it's it's easy to watch, and I like and I like that. There's you're not trying to figure out, you're not trying to figure out the rules, and you're not trying to decipher anything. You're not trying to understand what's going on. It's it's very Neanderthal. Skate fast. No, see, Edwin. I think what they should do is make the hockey players wear speed skates with the detached heels, <laughs> and watch those guys fall all over themselves. <laughs> I can't imagine that would end well. We could we could put that in the anti all stars that I proposed to Landeskog a couple of years ago, where I said that the skills competition should be do should be putting players in positions they've never been in. And go. he was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "For example, they should have forwards have a backward skating competition because you know there are some forwards, Landeskog included, can't really skate backwards." EJ. Saw talking about how he played goalie as a kid. All right, time to prove it in the in the shootout yeah. competition. <laughs> I'm here for this. Absolutely here for as much chaos as we can possibly create at the All Star game. Um, looking through a couple of other other ones here. I I don't know who. Do you think Kadri's the favorite for this blackjack game? He's going up against Matthews, Pavelski, Stamkos, no. and Kachuk. Absolutely not. Not even. Not even a like a shooting come. A shooting competition with Austin Matthews. It's got to be Austin Matthews. You don't. You don't think Stamkos could sneak in there on him? Uh, I definitely think he could. He yeah. would be the other guy that I would say I'm going to go with him. I just his <laughs> all aspects of his shot have taken a step back because of the injuries over the years. For sure. For sure. He's not Which is pretty incredible he because he's still amazing, right? But Instead of a 60-goal score, he's a 40-goal score. Yeah, oh, no. I was, I was going to say, like, a guy that scores 35 goals instead of 55 goals, though. You know, like, yeah. you're, you're talking about, like, he he's lost just enough off the fastball that he's not in that category anymore. Elite, yeah. But he's still one of the best out there. So, I'm I'm anytime, anytime you can spend your time watching Steven Stamkos shoot, it's, it's time well spent. Well, you're speaking about fastballs. You have the hardest shot competition. I did then not have... know where that was going. <laughs> this is this How's is going? How, this is how trained 
Yeah, keep you, you have guys to on edge. Me on the pod, yeah, is that I'm just like, <laughs> where are we headed now? <laughs> Only four four guys in the hardest shot: Hedman, Meyer, Pellick, and Tom Wilson. Um, and Chara has the the record at the NHL level at 108. But we've seen people like Martin Furk like bomb away at the AHL level up in the hundred mm-hmm. and teens. So I think he should have been invited. I'm here for it. Anyone who can break 110 miles an hour with a shot deserves to be shooting at all times. Yeah. Absolutely. It's I don't know. I really like the hardest shot. It's not a great event to watch. Really? It's just a dude powering into a puck and you, you don't even see at the puck. Like <laughs> yeah. you just he goes bombs away and then you look at the mile an hour thing and you go, whoa, or you go, okay. <laughs> that wasn't that hard. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of I I don't know. I would prefer accuracy. Yeah, which the accuracy thing is the thing on the boats this year. So but it could again, be a bit of an adventure. Um, Hardest shot, just like the fastest skater, like easily digestible. True. That Guy, dude shot it harder. Yeah. <laughs> Hit puck. Has to go into the net. So it's not like you can, you know, like Nikita Zadorov's not getting invited to this thing. Uh, <laughs> couldn't hit a net, man. So I I don't know. I just think it's, it's, it's like, it's cool. I'm glad it doesn't take very long. Yeah. They, they get it over quick, unlike... I think the one that we probably both don't understand in the breakaway challenge. Yeah. Um, where they kind of just skate in circles and, and go at will. Yeah. And like, like it's produced some funny memories, but it's like, I don't know that you can top those. It's sort of yeah. like, it sort of feels like uh, the dunk contest in the NBA where you're like, where do you go from here? Unless human beings figure out how to jump higher. <laughs> Yeah, like watching watching the players try and get creative, like uh, Aaron Gordon a couple of years ago, you know, jumping over the dude and taking the ball off of him and then dunking. Like that was cool, but I I'm just not like how creative can you be on a breakaway? Yeah, it's a puck on a stick at the end of it. No matter what you do, people like, have already tried the weird. Like we Lacrosse see the you know where stuff, you, yeah, yeah where you you know you put it up on the blade and you spin around and you whip it into the net and stuff like we've seen all these things right like we have internet we have we have internet access we we've seen you know the Pavel Barbers of the world who do this crazy shit and you're just like that's sick and it's cool to watch but okay I don't know I I guess I've just always kind of missed the point of it and when the NHL told Johnny Gaudreau that he wasn't allowed to light his stick on fire it kind of put a cap <laughs> on. <laughs> There's it only a, so much you can yeah, do. Like, it put it put a cap on the limit to the to to that craziness that they were willing to endure. <laughs> um, and it was just like, I mean, that would have been tremendous. Yeah, yeah. Been I'm gonna light my stick off. Yeah, like so. Yeah, and the KHL turned around and said, "Yeah, we'll do it. Do whatever you want to do." Yeah, go nuts. <laughs> I mean, is that not the most like Russia thing ever? Though, like, oh, those dudes over there lighting their sticks on fire during the All Star game. Seems pretty par for the course. Yeah, you're like, that's Russia. And uh, I say that I say that with love. I love I love that it's crazy. It's it is 
very, very dope. Uh, a couple other things. They do have the accuracy shooting as its own event, uh, beyond whatever the hell they're going to do on the Bellagio Fountains. <laughs> and then they have the save streak as well. Um, okay. Neat. Yeah. You can tell we're I not mean, goalie people. <laughs> goalies got to get involved in it somehow. I think the goalies. Uh, I think the goalies should have to shoot on each other. Yes, I'm here for this. All right, Goal- <laughs> the breakaway challenge is goalies doing the breakaways. Okay? Yeah, exactly. They should that that should be one where you switch roles. Austin Matthews has to put on goalie gear and go tend tend the net. Absolutely. Or they have a they have some sort of like a they have some sort of a competition beforehand that determines which of the skaters have to go play goalie, and then the goalies have to shoot on them. Yep. 100% here for whatever that's, that's what the that's what the save streak should be not whatever not it is, you know goalies actually making saves yeah we were just like okay <laughs> okay well all of this nonsense is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook so make sure you go over there when you sign up with a new account you use code DNVR you can get 56 to 1 odds on the Super Bowl you bet Five bucks, you win $280 in free bets from DraftKings if you can pick the winner of the Super Bowl. Might as well get on it. Give you a ton of money to play with on DraftKings. Also, if you go on to DraftKings right now, they're doing a drawing for a free up to $1 million bet on the Super Bowl. They're going to select five people from this drawing that get a free $1 million bet on the Super Bowl. So why not go to DraftKings, sign up with code DNVR, get your chance to win a million dollars just for fun. Have a good, have a good time. Get really invested into the Super Bowl all of a sudden when you've got a million dollars on the line at it. So go check out draft. All of a sudden you care a whole lot. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Two teams. I could not care less about suddenly. Like when one of them wins, I'm going to be like, cool for them. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So happy for whatever. Instead of sweating every down, like this is for a million dollars. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, okay, so head on over to DraftKings. Use that DNVR code. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. To DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl. We're also brought to you by the amazing people over at Lightshade. You can get all your THC and CBD needs from Lightshade. So jump over there, get whatever you need. They have 11 different locations in the Denver metro area now with various products ranging all over the board. For example, you have Escape Artists CBD, which they have a giant range, whether you want the one-to-one, they can also go all the way up to 20-to-one for the high-end stuff. Topical ointments that you just apply directly to the pain areas and it'll make it start feeling better in just minutes. Or if you just want weed, you can get 25% off with code DNVR when you check out online. So jump on that opportunity and get, uh, what is it? It's a quad free if you buy an ounce, basically. That's how it works. So yeah, go get your weed. Check out Escape Artists. Check out Lightshade today here in the Denver metro area. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, be sure to check them out. All right. Jesse, our man, is in Vegas talking to some of the Avs, going around to all the festivities, doing a little reporting for us. And he brought us back a little bit of audio here. So we have something from Kale. We have something from Kadri. AJ, where do you want to start? 
Before we uh, before we dig into that, oh, he's got something. Okay, Rudo, if you if you won that million dollars at the Super Bowl, yep, like you and I would both like take care of our parents and like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. set them up and like we're good there, right? But like, what's the first thing? What's the first like fun thing that you would buy? And I don't mean like a house or a car, or, like you know stuff like that, where it's just like, of course, everybody. Like, what's what's the first thing like? Where you're like, this is my personality. This is catered to me. This is something that I really want. So, I'm at my parents' place in in Arizona right now, and I walked in, and they have this 75 inch TV. At home, I have like a yeah, yeah, just like that back there. And at home, I have we have like a 40 inch, which mm-hmm. is nice, but compared yeah, to course. this thing, it's like nothing. So. I think it. I think it might have to be the the way too large television would be pretty high on my list at the moment. How about you? I think I would go balls out on a custom built PC. I would definitely do that, but I. So I would build another PC as my work PC, <laughs> so I can have a PC for rendering all my videos. <laughs> I mean, I just, I like, we're talking like maxed out everything, right? Quad like, SLI 3090s. Like, like I unnecessary, it, yeah. where I'm never going <laughs> to, I'm never going to stress this system because all I do is yeah. play, play video games, right? I'll never push it to its potential, but I'll always just have it. To, and it'll look cool. It'll look cool. You know, it'll have like the, the, it'll have an open case and like get the custom water cooling, all that exactly. shit. Exactly. Like it'll look, it'll look dope as shit. And like that's, that's what I would, that's where I, that's the one thing that I would do. And then like to go along with it, I would upgrade everything. Like, like no more like, oh, I'm, you know, budget monitor, right? I'm like, no, nope. sure. Mm-hmm. Getting the 32 inch curved massive. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> Like Display Port, you know the 4K, like everything, right? Like I'm, yep. I'm, I'm maxing it out, and I would just Absolutely. or or I would get that. Uh, oh my God, what was it? I I think it was the Nvidia booth, um, where they had that the it was like a three paneled monitor that turns. What? Ro- it rotates, and so it's curved, and so you could turn you physically turn it. And it can either be three monitors, one, two, three, stacked on top of each other, or you turn it and it's three of them lined up like this. And it just rotates on the wall. So you you mount it on the wall and it can rotate depending on what you want it to do. That's kind of wild. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. So I think <laughs> also that. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know if I can top a rotating monitor. That I mean, that, that the, it was it was also like a prototype where I'm sure, sure. When they, they make it. They're going to make like five of them and be like, this wasn't worth. Well, but. that's why you get a million dollars to buy stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's let's get back to the hockey here. And uh, I know Jesse talked to, to Kale about also all-star head coach Jared Bednar. So. Let's uh, let's see what Kale had to say about Jared Bednar. If you have the audio, yeah, here. Uh, we can't hear that. Just so you this know. is his first time here at the All Star Game. Oh, there it is. Had a few good seasons. 
hasn't gotten much recognition on the league. How are you doing, Tim? Um, just want to ask you a couple questions about uh, Coach Bednar. Uh, obviously, this is his first time here at the All-Star Game. You guys have had a few good seasons. Hasn't gotten much recognition on the league. You think he's a little underappreciated? I mean, yeah, he definitely could be. I think um, he's definitely not underappreciated for what he does with our team and stuff. But um, league-wise, it's obviously you have a you have a team with a lot of skilled players, but at the same time, you have to be able to put them all together and play well. So um, any coach in the league is struggling with the same things, and Betsy does a great job with us. And alone with the coaching, he deserves nothing uh, nothing else but to be here. For you personally, what how has he kind of impacted you? Obviously, you came to the league first game, you scored goal kind of jumped right in how has he impacted you and your ability to do that yeah i think he's, he's allowed me to play the game that i want to play um he hasn't been like too forceful on different things but at the same time there's been a few things in different aspects of my game that will come up to me every once in a while and show me a clip in between periods or something like that and um say like this is we gotta like get away from this or like two periods and stuff like that so i think it's that balance of the positive reinforcement and then the, also the calmness and the way that he talks and, and brings up those aspects that you also need to work on so again in a coach it's really important um, just to be able to stay calm at all times. And he's obviously very cool under pressure on the bench and stuff like that. Um, it definitely gives us a lot of confidence. So. How has it been? Have you have you done anything with him or Naz the last 24 hours here? Or did you guys kind of? No, I mean, we got him pretty late yesterday. And then uh, I just I went to watch Naz yesterday do the, do the shooting thing. But um, other than that, it wasn't uh, nothing too special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last question for you. Talking to a couple guys here, Claude Giroux. They're saying they're looking forward to watching you play, watching you skate, being on the ice with you. What is that like for you? That We're just gonna NHL All Stars are saying they're looking forward to watching you. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty special. I think it's, uh, I don't know what else to say about that. It's pretty cool. Obviously, I'm looking forward to being on my own though, but I'm just. It's a pretty cool time, time of year. Um, Thanks, so I really appreciate it, man. Okay, so Kale McCarr. I did not actually listen to your guys' podcast the other day where you were talking about Jared Bednar and the Jack Adams conversation, but Kale McCarr seeming to say that, that Bednar is a little bit underrated there, AJ. Yeah, I do think, and, and it's it's always, you know, a player is always going to fight for his guy, right? Like, sure. It's always going to advocate for his coach, uh, bar, barring something that we know, you know, like a really straight relationship. Uh, but no, I think I think what 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 you took away from that uh, is that the what and what we've known all along about Jared Bednar is that he's a good communicator. That the the players appreciate the way that he approaches them and uh, gets those messages across. Yeah, um, and I and it's obviously effective. I mean, you look at the development that they've had of young players. Um, some obviously have have gone a little smoother and and their trajectory is a little higher but i mean you look at you do look at you know sam gerard and and kill mccarr have developed under jared bednar you look uh jt comfer and tyson jost and nathan mckinnon and uh, miko rantanen have have all developed under jared bednar or in mckinnon's case it was really he took the big step yeah so uh, I think a lot of that is just validation of what, what Kale said is just validation of what we know about how Bednar has connected with this particular group and why, and to be honest with you, it's one reason why the Avs value him as the coach 
of this of this core. Why they extended him this year? Because they yeah. the players the players are in, and that's a really big part of it. Yeah, I I think you know at the end of the day, results are always going to talk a little bit louder than everything else. But Bednar doesn't seem to be a coach that you can expect to be going anywhere anytime soon, barring significant playoff failures. Yeah. So expect him to hang around the other side of this Kale's first all-star game. Uh, He's always fairly modest about everything, but yeah, of course that's, that's just Kale's way. So I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a fun experience for him is pretty cool to hear other other players like uh like Giroux talk about, hey, that's the guy we want to watch out here. They the the players know better than anyone who the dope players are. So looking forward to to seeing Kale do his thing in, in three on three and, and otherwise the the speed skating. Uh okay. We also have a large bit of audio from Nazem Kadri as well. So it's gonna it's gonna pretty long listen, so settle in have a it's like almost eight minutes so yeah take it away out here that's the key for for us and in, in the nhl and just the game of hockey in general is to continue to move forward and, and evolve with its players so um you know that's definitely very important and something the players take very seriously when you're in the locker room i mean that's where the term locker room talk kind of comes from has that has that gotten better like you notice that guys are more aware of what they're saying for sure for sure i think uh you always want to be mindful of uh, people's feelings, and um, you know the locker room is obviously a sacred place for, for guys to talk pretty uh, privately and personally. But um, you know that being said, I think, like I said, everyone's pretty mindful and, and wants to be as respectful as possible. Now, as you've talked all season about you personally and your team staying in the moment, staying present, guys get a little break here. Have you been able to kind of get your mind away from the game and relax and reset, and then? Just now that you're finally here, talking about could you talk about just being at All Star Weekend and being able to do this? Well, it's exciting for sure. I mean, uh, you know, we've we played a lot of hockey recently, and it's nice to just kind of you know unwind and, and reflect sort of with uh, with such great players around me. So uh, for me, it's an absolute honor and a privilege to be here and just to meet new friends and see old friends and uh, you know just catch up. So uh, that's something I'm definitely going to cherish. What do you attribute? You just saw Dali Sunday night in Denver, his first all-star game. Did you notice the sense that there's been a lot more development for a number one pick than what you saw in Toronto? Uh, yes, yes, of course. I mean, that's just experience, right? I think the more you play in the league, the more you start to understand what you're capable of and how comfortable you can be. And, uh, you mature as a person and a player. So, you know, I've been through that before, and sometimes it takes time. So. Uh, I think he's made some great strides of improvement. Obviously, a great fluent skater, so um, he's doing well. The Buffalo players talked about the swagger you guys had as a team. It builds up to a winning streak like that. What's it like as a team here in that kind of It was amazing. <laughs> you know, that's uh, there's there's no other feeling like it. I mean, when you hockey's a, a game that's all momentum, and uh, momentum's going going your way, it feels like it's a uh, you know, a downhill battle. Uh, you know, we've been on the other side of it before too. It's obviously not as fun, but you know, for us, when you're creating good habits and 
doing things the right way. You know, we, we hold ourselves uh, to a championship mentality, and uh, we want to be um, as close to perfect as we can. Now that you're in it, the Art Ross Trophy race, the scoring lead, you know, top five, do you pay attention to it? I mean, I, I, I look for sure, but uh, I don't let it consume me. You know, I don't worry about uh, point streaks or goal streaks or anything like that. I think for me, I think that's been the key to success. And for me to, to continue to stay hot is, uh, you know, like I always mentioned, just stay present in the moment. You know, I, I try not to worry about, you know, games in hand or who we got down the road. Just try to focus on your next opponent and, uh you know, I think you create good habits that way. That's the mental part, but the physical part on the ice, you're one point away from tying your career high in half the game. How are you doing it? Um, shooting the puck, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, a lot of people want to ask me that question, but you know, I, I don't really think uh, you know, I've changed a whole lot throughout my whole career. I mean, obviously getting some some great bounces, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to earn those as well. You know, power play's been clicking. You know, like I said, I'm playing with great players that uh, make it easy for me and uh, bring the best out in me because, you know, they're so good. You know, I, I feel like I got to step my game up and be good too. So, um, you know, everything seems to be coming together. What did it mean to you when Nathan, you know, was at the podium and said that you deserve to be here, not even at the Last mm -hmm. Yeah, it meant, meant a lot. It meant a lot to me, especially uh, a player of his, his magnitude and, you know, the knowledge that he has for the game. You know, I think uh, he's pretty well respected. And, um, you know, that's just what I'm talking about, guys uh, going to bat for each other. And I think this year, uh, specifically with our team, it seems like everybody's that way with each other. So, uh, you know, that's something I definitely respect. I asked Kale earlier um, just about Jared Bednar. Obviously, he's here this weekend with you. How much has he attributed to the success you're having this season and just the way that you've been in with the abs over the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a great coach. And, you know, he's been there for a while. He's, uh, you know, we've, we've all together, you know, implemented a culture that, you know, we, we follow now. And, uh, you know, he just he lets me go out there and do my thing. He understands that, uh, you know, I think I've definitely earned his trust on both sides of the puck. You know, I want to, I want to try to be as well-rounded as possible and, you know, he, he he lets me go out there and, and do my thing, whether that's making a mistake. He understands that I'll bounce back. You know, he he uh, he's got good awareness for the game and the players. So uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been a great fit. A team that has as many skilled players as you guys do, how key is that to let a coach let you guys do your own thing while playing within a system? Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta play to your personnel. I mean, that's uh, that's what good coaches do. They understand who who their players are and what they're good at. And, you know, you put them in the best uh, possible situation in order to have success. So, um, you know, I think, especially when you put all of us together, I mean, it's, we all know how to play and we all understand. We've all been playing for a while. So, uh, you know, that experience aspect is huge also. But, um, you know, just to be able to send some great players on the ice and say, hey, just go do it, it uh, you know, it feels nice to have that trust. The trade deadline now is not that long away from now. Are you as curious as maybe we are about what Joe might do to help this team and push it a little bit further? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, we're we're in a position right now where, you know, we're definitely going for it. So, uh, you know, we've had a great first half uh, this year and, you know, looking for an even better second half. And, you know, whatever uh, the case may be, you know, if, if we decide to add or subtract or whatever, I mean, guys are going to be able to fit into our locker room. So, 
you know, I'm not sure what Joe's going to do, but I guess we'll see uh, in the near future. Uh, earlier you said that you, you want the team to be as close to perfect as it can be. How close to perfect have you guys been this last month? Uh, close, but I think, you know, through all the winning we've, we've had, you know, I think we can, uh, we can continue to get better, and I don't think we've, we've been at our best. So great teams find ways to win. Um, you know, there's a lot of great teams in this league, and it's hard to get wins. There's no easy games, so... Uh, we we always think there's room for improvement, and I think that's you know that's the great thing about us. There's no complacency. You guys aren't just satisfied with uh, with winning games anymore. You want to be as close to perfect as possible, and um, you know that's that's what we strive for. Why did you decide to Just felt like it was time. You know, through my career, uh, you know, I feel like I've given myself an opportunity to explore. You know, I've had the same agent for for a long, long time now, and you know, I just wanted to see. Uh, you know, what else is out there for me? That's all. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, it was just difficult to do in general. I mean, uh, the uh, the guy I had before was a great friend of mine, and you know, we formed a great relationship. So you know, it's always tough to have those conversations. But at the end of the day, I think uh, you know, I, I I owe it to myself, and you know, it's something that I've definitely earned. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, guys. All right, that was Nazem Kadri at the All-Star Game. Had quite a bit to say. They covered a, a range of topics. Before we dig into it, really, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Be sure to grab yourself a Breck Brew Avalanche when you can to get on it. The Avs are running the special now. The Avs scored two goals in the first period of a hockey game. If you kept your receipt from your Breck Brew, Breck Brew will pay for it. And go to breckbrew.com to check out that offer. Be sure to uh, get in on that. Let Breck Brew buy you a beer when the Avs score two. Uh, also brought to you by Green Mountain Dental Group. Make sure you're taking care of your teeth. You schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them. You can get a free Sonicare toothbrush. They're just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. So super easy to get to. Family owned, super nice. Everyone who switches to them says they absolutely love the experience. They really do take a great job in taking care of you and your teeth. So check out Green Mountain Dental Group today. Also, great time to sign up for the DNVR membership. Right now, you get an annual membership. You get a free shirt along with, obviously, the access to all of our content. P.S. Word on the street is we're going to have a lot of trade deadline content coming your way soon. So, might be a good time to get in on the membership. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying right there. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. AJ, anything particular stick out in that interview to you? Um, not really. Uh, yeah, it, it was pretty hockey talk for sure. It was it was a lot of what I would have expected would get said uh, about the topics. You know, the yeah. the winning streak was fun. <laughs> um, he switched agents because he's got he's about to get paid. Yep, and he he got himself one of the agents that excels at getting players paid. <laughs> So that's what he's doing. Uh, he's taking care of himself. Um, the chat the chat is, I don't know having why, but combo, yeah. pondering the idea of him having priced himself out of Colorado. And yes. He's very, very good. He's not coming back, guys. Uh, somebody is going to do something irresponsible because of the season, and it won't be Colorado. I mean, he, he said it in the interview. He's a point away from his career high, and the Evs have played 44 games. Yeah, so. and as I as I pointed out in my uh, my big piece that I wrote yesterday, 
She's not really doing anything differently. Like process wise, there isn't a whole lot that's changed. Um, it's just working. He might just be elite now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, it, it's, uh, yeah, no, he, he's having an insane season. Uh, if you take away every goal that he scored, he's still a point per game player. So he's already crushed his career high in assists. He'd only ever hit the 30 assist plateau once in his career. And he's got 40. So yep. he's got 41. So it's like, um, blow past 50 at this rate. So like there's a, there's a chance that he would, he could set a career high in points just on his assists alone. Yeah. He has a, he has a big second half. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, we keep kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop with Nazem Kadri just because, this level of production is wildly out of line yeah, with the rest of Literally his nothing in his career says any of this is sustainable. So. Right. And like every once in a while you do see stuff like this. Like I've mentioned in the past, uh, Blake Wheeler did something like this where he yeah. turned 30 and then was like, well, I'm a point per game player for the next five years. It does happen, but it's very outside the norm. Right. And like there's a reason that I can name Blake Wheeler off the top of my head. And it's because yeah. it just it just isn't a, a, a normal arc. So I would be curious, of course, uh how much Colorado's overall talent around him is helping elevate some of that. Now there are hurt, a lot of sure. injuries yeah. and things, so we'll you know, we'll see. I am also curious what he looks like in the postseason because we really haven't gotten to see it. Yeah, not not a ton. Not you as know, much as like, you would like. Yeah, like the the bubble was was such a weird environment that I mentally yeah. just sort of scrapped the whole thing. Sure. Um, and then you know, obviously, last year was a continuation of the problems that he had in Toronto. So I am curious to see. You know, big time expectations, big time expectations for him. Definitely moving it's, forward. It's got to be a key factor for the abs. No doubt about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it is an interesting conversation with Kadri because you do wonder. He's played plenty of his career in Toronto as a 2C. Some of it even as a 3C. Yeah, he, he kind of ran the gamut because he was their one C when they didn't have any for other a, option. For a little while there, yeah. Yeah, and then and then it was two C and then it was, oh God, he's now our three C. Yep. So it you've seen him have a bunch of different opportunities elsewhere, but for whatever reason this year in Colorado, it's just been it just absolutely worked. money. Yeah. Hard to hard to pin these things down sometimes. It's it's how it goes, honestly. Sometimes it just works. Yeah. Don't you know and don't look a gift horse in the mouth, I guess. Yeah, you know, we have Steve says Ranton in his boosting cadre. I would be curious to know if I actually will try and pull up some line mate data real quick and see how true that Go actually for it. is. Yeah. I'm not even sure who which I'm assuming it would be Berkey and Nuke, but you know, with guys getting injured all over the place, you've, you've He's, seen a lot of line combos. That's the thing is that he has really moved around so much, yeah. Um, that I really, I genuinely don't know what his most common line mates are going to be. That's a tough one. Think Makar is a chance tonight. No, Makar will not beat McDavid in skating, nor will anyone else. 
they're playing for second place in that one. It depends on how seriously McDavid takes it, honestly. That's, I mean, that's he, fair. But he brings the A game. Yeah. And the guy the guy has struggled to pick up wins so much in his career. I don't know why he wouldn't want to just dominate this one thing where he can just show up and be like, I'm a god at this. Uh, if Kadri's gone, does that mean Burr comes back next year? Not necessarily. There's a there's Kadri, a whole lot of there's a yeah. whole lot of moving parts that have to yeah. happen here. Kadri's certainly gone, but the Avs also have to take a look at re-signing Nachushkin. They have to make a decision about what they want to do with goaltenders and what yep. price they're willing to go to there. Both goalies are free agents, so there's there's a lot of decisions that have to that have to be yeah. made. Kadri's of- just the easy one because you look at Kadri and you say, "Look, we love it. We wish we could run it back, but." Not going to pay her two C eight million dollars, right? He's going to be really expensive. He's going to be he's already thirty one years old, and you have Alex Newhook right there. Yep. So it's uh, to me that one's really easy. You just you just let him you just let him go because you're prepared for that loss. The other ones like Kemper, Franzos, you're not prepared for those losses. Um. So those are different conversations. Um. Most common line mates, uh, the idea that Rantanen is boosting Kadri is not going to end up being remotely accurate. Okay. Um, most common line mates for Kadri this year are Burkowski by a lot, and then yeah. Nachushkin, and then Logan O'Connor, <laughs> and then Rantanen, and just behind Rantanen is JT Comper. So is is Kadri boosting others is the question I'm asking now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, hard to dig into that in this very brief look. Yeah, uh, Rantanen's goal for percentage with Kadri is 82. That's pretty good. Yeah, they've outscored the opponent 14 to 3. That's pretty good. Uh, it definitely doesn't hurt. Yeah. Definitely doesn't hurt when you're doing stuff like that. With Burakovsky, it's 21 to 17, so that's a little more normal. Yeah, pretty high. Uh, with Logan O'Connor, it's 8 to 8. There's like five oh, defensemen on this list. Yeah, sure, sure. That are in the middle of all of this, making this hard to read. With JT Confer, 7 to 1. After that is Gabe Landeskog, where it's 7 to 2. Abe Kubel. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah, sadly, this is not my place, Colton. This is my parents, but we're still looking. Hopefully, we find one soon. We'll see. Anyway, Kadri's uh, yeah. had a shit ton of success with everybody this year. Yeah. yeah. Can do no wrong, basically. <laughs> so, ride it while it's hot with Kadri. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, I think I'm good for today, AJ. Any, any final thoughts you wanted to add? Uh, I'm just looking forward to tonight. It's going to be fun. I always like when the NHL just kind of lets its hair down and has a little bit of fun. So I'm going to do the same thing. Yep. I, I'm here for that. I'm just going to gonna vibe and enjoy the time. So we're going to get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, consuming the pod, however you do. Be sure to tune in tomorrow where we'll have a little something for you after the All-Star game. I don't, I don't know how much uh, we'll be... I don't know how in-depth it'll be, but we're going to definitely... uh, We'll have a chat about stuff one way or another. We're going to talk about what actually happens. 
tune into that on Saturday. And then after that, we will be back on Monday, probably getting into trade deadline stuff. Or if not, sometime next week, we'll be getting into trade deadline stuff. So be sure to tune in next week. Until then, it's warm in Arizona. Who knows what drugs Landy's doing? Uh, I don't know. That's, That's all the questions I can read. We'll talk to you next time.